Hello, welcome to another episode of the Re-Evolve Media Revolution Podcast. My name is Jordan Lewis, and in the grand scheme of things, I am absolutely no one. One in a billion, in fact. One actually in the immeasurable infinity of all time. But today, I am the voice that is not only in your ear, but gets to direct at least a few of your thoughts as we interview another Canadian hip-hop artist. Today's episode features Josh Mader. It is a powerful statement to say that I am directing your thoughts, but at least I am being honest about it. We don't often think about the material we consume, nor are we directed to, so I'm going to make a very valid point in saying you who is hearing this are currently consuming what it is that I wish for you to deliberate on. And by deliberate, I mean that consciously and intentionally you are thinking about what it is that I am saying and relating it to what you know. That relation to what you know is why even though I am saying the same thing to every listener, not every listener is hearing the same thing. Some may hear poppycock, while others hear balderdash. To some, this may trigger a series of life changes. To others, it may trigger a burning and seething rage. I don't want to cause a range of unintended reactions, but to be perfectly understood is absolutely impossible these days. One of my personal goals in life is that for any action I commit, no suffering is caused as a result. This is a difficult goal because it doesn't just involve me. It involves everyone that's capable of hearing it. Now, just as each one of our podcast intros before it, this one is inspired by the interviewed artist. Josh Mader reminds me of a younger brother vibe in a way that I want the world to be good to him, even though I know in truth it's a dangerous place. But he also reminds me of myself when I was younger. Now I won't go into too many details on that part, but I feel like we should all be able to resonate with our younger selves once in a while. Even as far as you can remember. Yeah, little Jordan was a pretty good dude. Thanks for that reminder, Josh. Among the many other great things in this interview. What is up, everybody? I am here with Josh Mader. He is from Vancouver. He's a singer and a rapper. What is up, Josh? Dude, not much. I'm just just waiting out uh, school right now, which actually, I go to school uh, to Douglas, right? So I'm doing the, oh, music te- the music technology program there. So we're almost done that. Damn, dude, that's sick. So you took a, is that a four-year or a two-year program? It's just two years. So I'm already in my uh, second year. So we only have one more semester left and then it's, and school's gone for me. I'm completely done. That's crazy, dude. Oh, so you're probably in finals right now. Oh, yeah. Well, better, better believe it. Oh, bro. Thanks for taking this time, man. No problem. <laughs> a lot so, of exams. Uh, yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. But uh, I think that's super cool. I love it when people, when people's hustles match, you know what I mean? Because this is directly related to your music. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Like, uh, And it's not just one of those programs you can take like um, any time. Like, you have to go through a whole audition and you have to do a couple exams just to get in so i mean they don't just accept the rent at the average joe interesting man that's crazy i've got it i've got it here that you're originally from maple ridge as well is that where you were born yeah uh no i was born in winnipeg uh winnipeg okay yeah but after like i was born uh my parents we moved back to vancouver because that's where my parents are from and now i live in maple ridge for the last like 10 years i've been here oh dope okay How, how long were they in uh winnipeg for your parents like two three years okay just a quick stop by probably for work eh yeah they they uh had a little business going when they dope. were there 
Dope. Are either of your parents musically inclined or is that just for you? Also, basically, so my dad and my mom can both sing really well. And uh, Sweet. my my dad can play piano, guitar, saxophone, trumpet, uh, pretty much every instrument. So like he's Holy one of those crap. guys. He can just pick it up and play it. So that's where that's more or less where you got it from. Did they ever do it professionally? No. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure. I mean, I know on my mom's side, the whole uh, family is pretty musically inclined. I would say that's where I got more of my musical ability. But still, having uh, two parents who can sing, like it really it really helps a lot. I've, I've really, that's obviously where I got it. Yeah, no doubt, man. That's but awesome. But none of them did it professionally, no. So were you from like a very young age pretty set on that I'm going to be a performer? You know, the thing is that ever since I was really, really young, like three, four, five, like I've been, I haven't been a shy person. So, I mean, I haven't, uh, I've, oh, I've always been, I always like to perform in front of everybody. For sure. But, but the dream that I have now, the, the path I'm on right now, uh, that didn't click in my head. It didn't actually hit me until I was in grade late grade ten, but I wasn't even really serious about it until grade twelve. That's when I really solidified. That's when I applied to the program that I'm in, and uh, that's when it really started. Interesting. What was the plan before that? Ah, uh, dude, I I think I wanted to be like an astronomer, but then an astronomer. That's but hilarious. The, but the uh, the funny part was that I took uh, I had to take uh physics 11 so i took it in summer school and i absolutely hated it so i dropped out of uh summer school physics and then that was the end of that dream for me and then at that point i didn't really know but i was in grade 10 so i wasn't like a huge rush but yeah (laughs) that's so funny man so you you had this you had this original dream were you pretty like you were dead set on being an astronomer like you you had like dreams of it from from young days yeah i'm not gonna gonna lie that (laughs) that was that was a pretty big interest of mine but Damn, I didn't dude, understand then, the work. You said you just said fuck physics and then moved on with life. Yeah, you could say that. That's hilarious, bro. That's, uh, well, that was kind of. Uh, <laughs> what's that? It's just kind of. It was kind of embarrassing at the time, but now I look back at it and I just laugh because I'm I'm grateful that it actually turned out that way. Oh, 100 percent, dude. Meant to be. Oh, absolutely. So this is roughly kind of 2015, 2016. Then we're talking about, right? Yeah, 2016, 20, 2015. Yeah, that's when I really like thought about it interesting and then i see in 2016 that's when you dropped your first uh youtube track titled this feeling oh of course yeah this feeling that is that was my first track that i ever released i recorded it on a really old slow laptop that i used to have and (laughs) i didn't have a proper mic so i recorded it with a logitech headset and so that's why the vocals but you know what for a first song i actually got a lot of support for that one but funny thing is that uh, I used a copyrighted beat, and so oh, no. not not too long ago, I looked at my channel and I got a copyright strike from the original beat producer. <laughs> but it's okay. What? No, no ads for me. It's okay. But just that one strike. But it's your mm-hmm. YouTube channel. You do use it uh, a decent amount. Are you are you planning on using YouTube a little bit more? Or what are your feelings with YouTube in general? I guess since you have that one strike. Uh, well, the strike doesn't really matter to me. It's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> but uh, for sure, for sure. But uh, for YouTube, my plans are I have two music videos. I have one done and one in the works still with one of yeah. the local produ- uh, music video producers here. And so definitely going to be uploading that to YouTube as well as I have some more content coming out for my new album pertaining to late nights. So, yeah, I'm, and we're going to my team. I have a little team uh, kind of made with me. So 
the whole thing is that we have a, a little marketing plan for YouTube alone. Nice. And Google and Google ads as well. For your brand specifically or Yeah. I mean the album. The album is a collaboration with me and my friend Brock. For but, sure. But it's my debut album. Yeah. Dope, dude. Okay. Well, we'll get to there. Let's go back to 2016. This feeling. Who who are your main kind of inspirations uh prior to releasing music yourself that you could say you've put into this track? The funniest thing is that back then I didn't really listen to any rap music. I was not a fan. I wasn't a fan of hip hop, really. I just the really? reason I the, yeah, the way I learned how to rap, the way I did I didn't even know I could rap until I was 13, 14. Because yeah. what happened is I heard rap god by eminem and i heard that fast part right <laughs> yeah. so i i sat down in front of my computer for about an hour straight and i memorized the lyrics i watched the lyric video that people made and i tried to memorize it and i got it down in an hour so i was able and i didn't know i was able to do that that's hilarious so that was the moment where i said oh wow like i, I actually know i can rap at this point and fast and that's after that that's when i because, you know, when you can rap fast, it's one thing. But if you don't have a rap voice, like a signature rap sound, then it's kind of irrelevant. So since then, I've been working on my 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 cadences, my tone of voice, uh, all the little bits and bobs that, that you have to put together to create a, a rap sound that's unique. For sure. And I think that's it's important to kind of extrapolate on that in that uh, or expand on that in that like rappers don't just rap. It's not just like it, like you say, there is there's some complexities to it. There's different elements that different artists do and can do and will do yeah. that. If you it goes below sur- notice and point them out, it does. It goes below the surface. Yeah. Or entirely yeah. over people's heads. It's crazy. Yeah. And once you do, once you are a musician or you're a recording artist, like I've been able to to notice small differences between artists similar similar things happen uh between other artists yeah but there's a lot of things that make a certain artist unique whether it be a singing style they have a flow like a lot of rappers have a signature flow that you could notice from a mile away from a car someone passing by you'd know oh that's a that's a polo g song that's a da baby song yeah you don't even have to actually hear the lyrics you just got to hear the rhythm yeah it's the rhythm the 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 flow the feel yeah the vibe, the tone of voice, the aggression you know in their voice. It's funny because like that makes me more understand why it's so common that people are saying everybody sounds the same these days is because yeah. it's true. They they do have a lot of the same flows and rhythms in that respect. And the the little details that we're talking about, which you, pra- you practice and you pay attention to, they don't practice or pay attention to. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of, um, I would say music industry is so over condensed it's it's oversaturated and a lot of the a lot of it lies in a lot of artists wanting to be the same as their favorite artist and i get that but once you do that you kind of market yourself as a like a walmart version of them <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> i i think i i think i do understand it it's you're, you're just kind of like a production line based on them yeah like you're almost trying to emulate and do it almost sounds like people doing covers at some point yeah there's a lot of a lot of hip-hop now it's I, I i like the melodic stuff but a lot of it does sound the same and that's why i'm trying to get my own my own sound uh out of it in a way that i i don't want to do the same flows i come up with my own flows i, I come up my with my own singing style and and trust me there's a lot i have a lot a lot more coming out that i have oh. planned so it's, I'm excited. I got so much. I got so many songs to come out. Yeah, bro, I'm excited too. And that's it's not to say you haven't put out an incredible amount of content. 
Oh, over the years? Yeah, but I mean, the only stuff, the thing is that you once you witness your own progression, the old stuff, it just becomes almost cringeworthy to you. You think so? so? Uh, Cringe I mean, is the I, word. I would say the stuff that I have maybe on SoundCloud, I, I don't, I wouldn't release it now, but back in the time when I made it, that was like the best stuff that I had out. So, so I mean, of course, you're with with the progression, you're going to have you're you know raise yourself to a higher standard. But but uh, over the years, over those couple of years that I've been really like getting into music, my sound has completely transformed. And I, I I used to be completely different with my music, and now I'm I would say a lot more mainstream, but still I have my own unique sound already. I would say. Dude, that's a dope way to put it. And that's that's really interesting as well. So when would you say it was a specific like track that you released or like was there like an event that happened or what made you realize that you're like, holy crap, I've leveled up. I need to and that old stuff it isn't really where I'm at at all. I would say the song that really did it for me was my song, If I Ever Lose You, that me and my friend Brock Hendricks did. Uh, we recorded yeah. that one at school. And- Earlier this year, right? Yeah, and that was the one that really trans. I felt like it transcended my sound. And after I released Late Nights, I I, I even took some of the old stuff off of there because once I'm, uh, we've just begun to really promote the album with the playlisting and all this and marketing, and we've just really begun to push it. And so when I want, I want people to see the most premium stuff that I put out when they go onto my discography and they go onto my page. I want them to see only the best stuff and the old stuff. I don't feel like it was terrible, but the sound quality, the loudness, just the the music that I used to make is not the same anymore. But it's a good thing in that way. It's it's become better. It's progressed past what because I I made a little. My songs were a lot simpler before, but almost to a point where they weren't they weren't um, they just weren't there yet. So I just made sure that I had all the best premium songs that I had out are the only ones available that. People can look on my discography once they discover me as a new artist. That's dope, man. That's very interesting. And then the rest of the tracks are sort of for the fans or whoever digs. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing a couple releases for for my fans uh, of some old versions of songs on late nights. I have a couple demo versions. In fact, some of those songs change drastically. The the vibes completely different. But I'm going to be releasing them as a, a bonus, a bonus little EP, a bonus release. For a couple of my songs, when does that happen? That uh, yeah, you get a completely different, um, you get a completely different vibe and a different feel. And uh, it's funny because it's funny because one of the things that uh, I have these friends Gabriel and Brock, and uh, one of the things is that they'll produce they produce the album with me, right? So yeah. what would happen is I would make a beat myself, and I'm I'm gonna say now I'm getting a lot better, but before my beat my beat production skills were not just not there, and so. I would send them the vocal file with the beat, but they would redo the beat oh, to hey. fit the vocal, and that's just that's just a new trick that they do, and it it pay, it really does pay off. That's so cool. That's a really interesting way to tackle creation. Yeah, really opens your eyes up and your ears even. That's wild. I do want to still trail through some of your older stuff, even though you resonate more with the newer things, though. Right. Let's do it but we will touch more on the uh rock and uh all the different people that you're working with uh today um but yeah let's go back 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 again we're still in 2016 i was gonna say that i i know you said you weren't too much into hip-hop i guess for that first track but even for singing did you have any do you have any favorite like singers just because like i picked up a vibe and maybe i'm just uh, feeling this way because i heard a song by this artist earlier today um back then i listened to a lot of 
One Republic, a lot of Adam Levine, a lot of Headley, a lot of more pop style. And I didn't, the only the only thing is that I didn't really know anything about music production. I don't really know how to play piano very well. Um, and so when I make music, that's why I would rip the beat off of someone else. Not rip it off, but I would use it. I wouldn't even... I would usually put the link in the in the description and stuff, but I wanted to make songs like those artists. For sure. And, and uh, it was just more of a pop feel that I was going for back then. Dope. Okay, first thing that I heard for some reason, and maybe, I don't know, it's maybe it's because the voice is kind of similar, but you, it sounded a bit like a Sam Smith vibe oh, to your singing Sam voice. Smith. Yeah, I do like Sam Smith. I, I liked him since he really blew up. Yo. Okay, well, yeah. and then you put that track out, and then you put, uh, and you're saying you weren't too into hip-hop, and then your next track release that I, I can see here is one titled <laughs> Hard Rap. Yeah, that's so, it's so funny. That's such a, <laughs> a white boy thing to say. Hard rap. Hard rap. It's so funny that you say it's a white boy thing to say because <laughs> some of your early content just has that vibe to it. Yeah, it does. It Which really I think it, it's charming, dude. It it literally shows where you come from, and you saying that you didn't really like, you didn't really vibe with hip hop too much at the time. It kind of like makes sense. I would say it's be, it's mostly because of the values I share are not really shared amongst the majority of hip hop artists these days. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because back then, I mean, I was I will say I was more innocent than I am now, so I didn't really resonate with any of the messages in most hip hop songs. But nowadays, I, sure. underst- I understand the hip-hop industry to a much more, a much higher degree than I did back then. And so that's, sure. why, that's why when I rapped, it sounded so, it sounded so, I guess you could say innocent. It sounded so, I mean, I like that you said charming. I'll, I definitely accept that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, what, was, what I was going to say is like where you're saying you understand the industry a bit more now. I guess maybe you were taking it just for like face value uh, back in the day. Or yeah. four years ago, as it is, yeah. Didn't really look into it much. Yeah, even in the even in the uh, caption though for this uh, track, hard rap, you say the only thing hard about this track is the beat, and I was like, <laughs> in my it's mind, I'm like, ripped off beat, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, if people if people hate on this track, just don't hate on the beat, bro. Yeah, I have to <laughs> tell them I didn't make this beat, even though the beat's prob- the beat's pretty cool. It's just compressed really bad because of YouTube. Oh yeah, YouTube. It's funny how uh, different, uh, depending on what you're uploading to, some some things filter it through different whatever compressors or equalizers or or uh, what is it limiters, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then in 2017, man, I know this is still the the earlier days, but um, and honestly, dude, in in your track, the feeling like I was digging your your singing voice, like you had that Sam Smith vibe. What what, what is your Thank history you, with what is your history singing before that? Is it just like kind of in the family or? Yeah, it's in the Just family. Practice at home. Uh, uh, I was the um, I was a, a youth group le- uh, worship team leader at my church, so I in sang. Church, yeah. I sang lead, and also uh, I took singing lessons in grade twelve. But I've always been a, I've always been singing my entire life because I've been able to sing since four or five years old and hold a tune. Easy. I, I, it's just because of my genetics, I would guess at this point, because of the history of singers and my dad and my mom being good singers, and a lot awesome. of the. A lot of the music we listen to as a family is old school, talking Beatles, Elvis, uh, Elton John, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Those tracks that you just vibe to entirely and you can sing the whole thing start to finish. Yeah, seriously. I, I love awesome. the old old styles. And, dude, I'm sure you had a bunch of family parties where everyone's jamming out, too, since you've got all that uh, that talent in the family. Oh, man. Christmases, we'd have 30 people come over and we'd play an Elvis Christmas tape. 
Yeah. And just while out. Yeah, to the gospel music. Absolutely. Bro, that's so dope. Well, we're about hitting our 20-minute mark here, so we're just going to take that quick break I told you about. Sounds good, bro. All right, dope, homie. We are going to listen to a track by Josh Mader and his boy Brock Hendricks. This one is titled Hesitate. Enjoy. Everything that don't matter to me Cause I'm stuck in a place I never wanted to be Losing hope is not a worry for me I've got faith Keep me afloat when I hesitate Letting go of everything that don't matter to me Cause I'm stuck in a place I never wanted to be Losing hope is not a worry for me I've got faith Keep me afloat when I hesitate Oh, when I hesitate when I hesitate, oh, when I hesitate, when I hesitate. Every time that I feel like I'm sinking, I stop myself like, what are you thinking? Cause I got goals to achieve and I can't just live with that dream in the blinking. Sticking to the script is the best way to break in. To the scene, showing up the waves I've been making. Helping myself to advice I've been taking. Waiting on the money, gotta show my patience, yeah. I can never make a stand before I get the upper hand. They make a fuss about you till you blow up, bro. I build a brand. I can never listen to the things that they've been saying. Cause they hating on the kid. Yeah, my music's what they're playing. Here's my two cents I'ma make a dent in the industry like I'm heaven sent I'm the man of the hour right now Make amends with me Cause I'm on the rampage Everybody didn't mean to end up on my page Now they bumping other tunes in the whiz With the lyrical rap So school like MySpace I don't wanna buy fan But you see a star when you're looking at my face I seem outraged Really I'm my right The game don't stagnate Me and my team We don't really wanna part ways I don't wanna deflate Only wanna rock the mic I just wanna go fast Revving up the motorbike I just wanna make it to my dreams In my real life I just wanna show up to the party With a wind vibe Yeah Hi everyone Remember me? Yeah I'm the guy from your high school Wanted to rap When I mentioned that You just pointed Laugh, talk behind my back Never knowing that I heard that I'ma turn it all into multiple plaques I can tell that you thought I was garbage Now you hear me and say Damn, he got hard hits Used to be a target Now we started I realize just how important my heart is Letting go of everything that don't matter to me Cause I'm stuck in a place I never wanted to be Losing hope is not a worry for me I've got faith Keep me afloat when I hesitate What is good, everybody? I'm back with Josh Mader. How you feeling, bro? Dude, I'm feeling great. How you doing? Oh, I'm feeling real good. Uh, so we're, we're again going to go back to, I think we're in 2017 now with your history in music. And yeah. uh, on SoundCloud, I found something called JJC, which I determined oh, to be a hip-hop gosh. group. A hip-hop group that you were part of. And there's only one song titled Intro, and I don't know if you're going to hate me for even bringing this up. I don't know how you feel about it if you're like, Dude. If that was an oh my gosh of like excitement. Dude, I won't, <laughs> I won't hate on you. That's a funny, that's a funny story. That's, um, let's hear that it. song. That song. So, so my, uh, two best friends, uh, in grade 10, 11 were, their names were Josh and Cameron. So like my best friend, one of my best friends, I have like two best friends, but one of them, he, his name's Josh too. Yeah. And and so him and my friend Cameron too, 
they came to my house one time and this is when I first started getting into music production and recording raps and singing and all this. So I kind of started a trend. Everyone who came to my house wanted to record. So when my friends would oh, come sick. over, we'd, we'd want to record a song, no matter how stupid or, f- or goofy it was, we just want to <laughs> record. Yeah, so, yeah. But for this one, uh, I think it was for a, pr- it was for a project for school you were that I needed it. to do. And it was about, it was about art. So I yeah. had to submit this to had this to show this for my class, and uh, it was a funny song. We 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 wanted to we tried making our own beat, but I didn't have the a proper DAW at the time. So I uh, so we went on YouTube and we liked the Drake beat. So we took the Drake beat. We we wrote our own lyrics to it. JJC stands for Josh, Josh, and Cameron. Yeah. And uh, once we wrote those lyrics, I mean, we did the song for fun as well for as well as for school. And it kind of went viral in my uh, in my school a little bit. It's titled intro, and you guys probably wanted to ma- do more, right? <sighs> yeah, it just. Did you do more? Uh I had a couple other songs with uh, my friend Cameron that I had released on iTunes and Spotify and all that for a little bit. I did have a little bit, but that stuff is um, very behind me and very and very beneath the level of sound quality that I that I even want now. And just like the rhythms and everything changed, but with for JJC. Sure. That was the that was a that was a fun song. We had a that lasted a long time when everyone would to bring it up and really and, some, and so yeah because in in that song uh, the intros for all of us say oh my Josh it's just to be funny and then yeah uh, oh, dude, my friend the whole song's funny yeah when when my friend Cameron he said damn it's Cam like that's how people greeted him in high school until grad <laughs> and past that even. Yo, damn it's Cam. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah dude. Bros. Honestly, it's the bars are funny and it just sounds like you guys are having fun. Even even like down to the end where you're like, you don't want to mess with me, me, and me. Yeah. I was, I was laughing a, my ass off. Dude, it's it's a it's a very white, <laughs> a very white sounding sounding rap, but we're but in a way it's it's yeah, I can see what you mean by, by charming. It's just it's innocent. It's, it's innocent, just, it's it's just fun. You know, you know exactly. You know it's just boys being boys. Yeah, exactly. When you're with the boys, nothing else matters. Exactly. And so uh, that's where there's a gap in my research here. There's no 2018 information, but that's probably when you where you were kicking it with JJC and doing all that stuff that you're now saying is uh, behind you, right? Very you probably, much so. Probably. I had a whole album. The trails of it. Yeah, I put out a whole album, but it was it just i can't listen i couldn't even listen to it after a while because it, it just became cringe so, is the word it just became yeah i could say cringe you could say cringe I was, <laughs> that's what i would describe it honestly i'm being as honest as i can i i would say i i would just cringe but not like funny and like just sounding like fun like that first one it just it's completely no on the darker i mean i, side I of... was i was actually really trying like i really believed in this oh, music serious? back then but now i i see but now I, but now it's just not even close it's not even close. Gotcha. So it was like the same vibe of that intro track, but like with someone actually thinking they're going to be top of the charts. Yeah, it was mostly just uh, projects with myself. Uh, I only had a couple features from my friend Cameron. And then other than that, yeah. I had never I had never had a single feature on a track with me until Brock and my friend Nate, which I make some I make a lot of songs with my friend Nate. He goes by Young Sambito. Yes, and uh, we have a ton of stuff together. We have a lot of stuff that's going to be releasing soon. And we had this one song that we released like a month ago, Control. We got it played on the radio. No way. And it How'd has you get like, that? Just, uh, it's just a local radio station, but you got to, I just have a connection at this point. Yeah. 
Oh, dude, that's dope. And is that a connection you made through school? That's just one of the things that that uh, that builds up as you go on. You just gain more connections and and production and everything becomes so much easier because it oh, just falls sure. onto your lap a little more. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Well, um, earlier, we were talking about uh, your like vast scape of tracks that in 2019, like you released. If I'm just trying to quick count here, it looks like 20 ish tracks. Yep. Yeah. Holy crap, dude! How so? how the hell do you grind out that much music? Is that stuff that you put together in 2018 or like how, how fast do you, can you even put together a track is the real question. How fast? Yeah. Can I make, how fast can I make a track? Um, start to start to finish. Well, I mean, school and has, I, I, I don't mean the, sorry, you go first. Oh, uh, I was just going to say school that I'm in now has really, has really bolstered my, uh, my ability, my workflow. So I can make a song now from start to finish Give me five hours. Dude. It won't be. It won't be completely finished, but get a but it, pretty good idea. Yeah, I yeah. Demo track, the entire five concept hours. will be there. That's yeah, sick, so dude. Back then so as let's, well. Let's, though. Uh, back then. Yeah, dude. I don't doubt it. So let's talk about some of that content from 2019, actually, real quick before we get into some of your newer stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. One of the first things I found from 2019 was, and I brought it up uh, earlier, thinking it was uh, your audition for your school, but the audition for Ridge Me- Ridge Meadows. You did a. Uh, Oh, it's oh a, got talent. It's a, is yeah. it a talent show? Got yeah. talent. Yeah, it's a, you did a I believe I can fly vid. Yeah. Uh you sang it. That was a how'd that, that was a, how'd that talent show go. I got third place. I got oh, third dude, that's place. Sick. But I mean, I don't want to be I'm not trying to be like rude, but this little girl one, she's a good singer <laughs> and all. I I, <laughs> I I agree with I agree she's a good singer. Yes. But I really I mean, I got the I got the like an actual standing ovation and she didn't. So I really kind of was salty, even though it was a little girl. So I wasn't going to complain. But now I have a platform to complain. So, yeah, <laughs> I should have won. I should have won. I did an original song, too, and I, I should have won. I rapped. No one no one expected me to rap. I just, For sure. I that, but that's dope. Dude, I'm going to be salty. What was the audience like there? Moms and dads of How everybody. Many? Uh, probably like 250, 300 oh, dude, people. That's, that's still sick. Yeah, that's it was crazy. In a, it, was, it was in this nice public park in the downtown Maple Ridge area. And was that Big one of your first? Was that one of your first times performing like outside of your uh, your groups that you're talking about before? That was, yeah, no, that was the first time. That was not the first time I ever performed because I had singing recitals before, not yeah, with big yeah. crowds. But then the one, the one big performance I did was. I sang I Believe I Can Fly for my grad ceremony, and that was about a thousand, a little bit more than a thousand people. How was that, dude? That must dude, have that, been surreal. Honestly, I thought it was going to be nerve-wracking at first, but once you get on the stage and I just feel comfortable, you got to think about, well, if I want to perform in front of a stadium of 15, 20, 30,000 people, a thousand people can't bother me. And so that kind of brought me through it, honestly, and that, that, uh, that made it go really well, actually. I didn't even feel nervous when I was up there. That's cool, man. Did you love it? No, oh, dude. That's that's one of the things that really it jump started. It actually, it was actually it actually helped me quite a bit. It it, it kind of was a catalyst in in uh, my my um, dream. It made me want to perform in front of larger crowds at that point. That's dope, dude. And so, did someone put you on, or did you uh, put yourself up for it? For uh, singing? Uh, for that uh, for that singing, I, can, I believe I can fly for the grad thing. Did someone just be like, "Hey, oh. yo, Josh, you can sing. Do you want to do this?" Or were you like pursued? For oh, it? it was. Uh, they put a they put an ad out because my grad class they needed perform. Wait, they needed singers. So me and my friend Cameron, we we both uh, 
we both auditioned and he's he got to sing oh canada and he has a perfect perfect low deep voice for oh canada and then uh the other there was another girl that sang the climb by miley cyrus and she was really she was really good but then basically all they did was they held auditions and i expected more people to show up but only three showed up and there were three spots so but but oh all three God. of us could sing but that's exactly it wasn't yeah. a it wasn't someone coming up to me I wish it was, but back then yeah. I didn't have as much support for my music as I would have liked. But that's that's uh that's just because of the looking back, it's not because of anything except my own sound quality and my uh lyrics and all that. It's just my music has changed. I'll tell you that. Interesting. That's still pretty cool though, because I was gonna say we never had any performers for or any performances for my grad, but then not, like you guys only had three people show up. That's that's interesting as well. Yeah, I mean it was it was great though. Um uh, performance. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, it just feels it's a, it felt, it's a sick opportunity. It felt great. Oh, absolutely! It was. It's just. It's not even. It's not even um, a huge bragging right as much as it is just experience and and if, and you get oh, a vibe. Sure. Of, you kind of get a feeling and a little a little taste. You're like dipping your your toes in the water a little bit. Oh, totally. And then if you're ever like wondering, like a lot of people right now are wondering what it's like to perform in front of that many people. And then if you're ever wondering what it's like, you just get to tap back into that memory. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and and then sorry, you first, bro. You can go ahead. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> your next track there uh, in tour. Sorry, your first track that I could find from 2019. It's called "Not the Same Old Me," and that's oh, that's when you yes. that's when you actually started getting some like solid production going in your tracks. And that's not, not saying anything bad about anything before. And plus, I guess I couldn't really find much before. But as far as I could find, that's when your production stepped up. Yeah, I got a I got a new mic and a new interface, and I got my. That was when I first got. That was one of the first tracks I ever produced because I just when I got my MacBook because I got my MacBook in grade twelve yeah late grade twelve I got my MacBook so that's when I really started using it and I got a new mic and all that so yeah not the same on me actually I like that song a lot I actually going to redo that one I should uh, remake it because the lyrics and everything work pretty good it's, pretty so catchy. this is a, a full Josh Mader production top to bottom yeah yeah back then uh, if I did it now it would have been ten times better. But that just comes with experience, and that was that was uh, that was after I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and I was using GarageBand. I didn't even have Logic Pro yet. So, oh damn, yeah, that's sick, man. Uh, I want to pick apart one of the lines you're saying, and it's it's actually influenced some of the conversation we've had on and off the record here. But you say, uh, "Done with the day, not done with the Lord." Using His grace to help me while I record. Yeah, let's talk Absolutely. about. How- I want to talk about your relationship with God and relationship with like being religious because we were talking about this off the mic. This was off the record, I I, I think. Yeah, our, our conversations right. have kind of yeah. Um, you were talking about how your style, the things that you want to pursue, or how hip hop, I guess in general, it's not kind of really in line with uh, I guess what the conversation, the context of what we're talking right now. So let's talk right. about your relationship with uh, religion, man. Dude, it uh, as much as I would like to say, I completely live it out uh i'm not perfect so but i would say uh i my 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 lyrics are the most influenced part of my music when it comes to the when it comes to my faith my faith is my faith is the key to everything every lyric that i write i i make sure i do have some brag songs but the thing is that the bible teaches you know you can't you're not supposed to treat women poorly or talk about them poorly like how most a lot of rap songs these days i mean i'd never call women you know the b word or anything and i won't talk about money and i wouldn't i wouldn't i don't swear on my music i wouldn't curse someone's name i wouldn't this is this is a little uh this might be a little 
far for some people, but I wouldn't even make a diss track on someone because it's not what God would want me to do on a track. And if I believe if I can influence people through my music without being too direct, then that's honestly that's honestly one of the best best things I can do. Dude, that's interesting. One thing that my mind goes to is that essentially your music will not really display or promote any of the uh, the deadly sins. Oh yeah, the seven deadly sins. Nope, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I have a song. I have a song that's going to come out soon. It's, gonna, it's called "Too Much Pride." So if that if that's that's kind of relevant to that. That's mad relevant. Yeah. So uh, is too much pride like because you're saying the inspiration is for a lot of your music is is derived from your faith. So is that is oh, that yeah. kind of in the same thing? That was about, uh, that was cause I, I was kind of like a time where I, I had a, I was, I had a girlfriend at the time and kind of messing up a little bit, you know? So I used the best way, the way that I love to, to, uh, to reconcile and the way that I like to display my emotions. I'm not, I'm not an introvert at all, but I really like doing it through, through the form of song, which is very, it made sense for me, but that was a song that I, I wrote for a specific reason as well as as well as it fits with my character as well like i i don't want to i'll never have pride in how much money i have even if i have a lot i'll never have pride in in um having an, a big house or a fancy car like and the messages in that song are more are more it's more of a romantic song and when it comes out it'll all come together for sure man i feel that and it's uh it's cool that you say that you were going through some relationship stuff at that time as well because your next track signify that signifies that as well and i'll, I'll breeze through it since we are uh i don't want to press our time too much but you you put out not the same old me what you're saying is like that someone to hold on to forget that gotta be strong i'm feeling like these four are that release from that relationship right oh actually that's a that's a completely separate relationship i had i had uh no way yeah i had i had you're saying forget that is different Forget Even, that. Cause... Forget that was after after the that was a that was a track that I kind of regret, which is why I took really? it down. Yeah, interesting. But uh, I made that one as a response to my first girlfriend. But uh, yeah, that was a silly thing. I shouldn't have, <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. Which is, but I but I had it up there, and that was that was why that's that's actually why it was up there. That was Are how you I saying you shouldn't have done it because it buried the relationship? No, no, this was it was after it was after it was done. Oh, okay. Why, yeah. why are you saying you shouldn't have done it then? Oh, I just, I just, cause it's a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a diss and you know, it's not really my uh, character. It's, it's not really my character now. So I kind of made a, it out of, out of the feeling yeah. that I had in the moment instead of like thinking about it long term and then discussing if I should have done it or not. But it's I just funny. It is saying. funny. That's as, that's about as, as, um, that's about as, as uh, aggressive as I'd ever get. And it wasn't even an aggressive song. <laughs> yeah, it's not even, yeah, not even. Yeah. I didn't pick up any aggression. I, I felt the personal heartbreak through it, but yeah <laughs> that's about it that's too funny man and let, let, <clears throat> let's breeze through your uh through 2019 since we are running on time here uh you released a project called 2001 which right. i've come to know is your birth year um right what was I that never, project to you because this is your first five track or uh tied together project right yeah i never actually released that one to, to streaming platforms i more left it on youtube because i didn't really be- i i had it going and I had the the tracks all set up, but I didn't really believe in it enough, which is that was around the time that I started working on the songs with Brock. So if I ever lose you, quarantined, viola, and the song I Don't Mind, which I produced myself. And those are your 2020 tracks. Yeah, but though I started some of those ones in 2019. That was around the time when okay, 2001 yeah. kind of finished, but I left it up on YouTube because um it's just more of a thing for my fans to see instead of a real canon 
a canon release for me. For sure. And and in it being titled 2001, this is kind of like your, and it seems like, especially because it's shortly after this that you're saying um, you've discovered your sound and now this is the person you want to be identified with. Is it fair to say that 2001 is kind of like your, it's like from birth up until that 2019 point where you're like fully finding your sound. It's like kind of like a summary of that. Honestly. Yeah. It kind of, it, 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 it kind of embodied the kind of lyrics, the kind of messages I wanted to say, the kind of person I was at the time. And I'm very, I wouldn't say I'm super different, but I'm, per, but I'm not the same person I was even in 2019. So, uh, my music has changed as well as the messages and the lyrics and just the vibe that I want to go for. And so back then I do, I keep that up on my YouTube because of the, because of the progression and because of, because of the production that went into it as well. Cause that was, that was at the time that was next level form for my own production. For sure. Damn, dude. Well, let's go on to uh, another 2020 release of yours, actually. Or, sorry, we're now in 2020. Um, Anti-social. Almost done. Almost, well, kind of not really, dude. If you've got, you still have released a mad amount of tracks this year. Not as much as in 2019. Or I didn't even know. Maybe there's some stuff that I, I wasn't able to find. But let's talk about um, your right. first music video that I can see you've done here. Anti-social summertime. Self-shot. Oh. Yeah, self shot music video. How's how's going into that? What was your what was your mind frame where you're like, all right, I need to get a music video out. Where fucking or sorry for, for sorry for cussing, bro. But there's no, a, there's okay, a pandemic dude. going on. No problem. I'll edit I'll edit it out in post. Oh, that's okay, dude. You don't have to do that. <laughs> but yeah, so self shot, man. What's your mentality going into into that? Okay, so anti social summertime was a song about the COVID lockdown. And I didn't want to make it a cringe song about, oh, this is, we're in lockdown, la, la, la. No. Yeah, I, so everybody's going to do that, yeah. It's, it's got more of a darker vibe. If you, beyond the, beneath the surface, it's more of a darker song. And so it's basically, I wrote it about, this is when it, we first got into a lockdown, when, when uh, about April, May time. So that's when I wrote it. And I always knew, I knew right off the bat when I started making the song, oh, got to make a music video for this. But I didn't really have a budget back then because I was out of a job. Uh, and so I decided, okay, well, I'm going to film this myself. And I used my my dad's camera because his phone camera, my phone camera at the time, I had this really, this old, terrible, slow LG phone with a yeah. garbage camera. I couldn't use it. So I, I told my dad, okay, we have, we have this little tripod. Actually, no, it was a standing tripod. It was pretty tall. We had the little tripod. We had his phone. So that's what I decided. Okay. So my dad agreed to help me film the the uh, video and I live luckily for me the vibe of the song in my head the the image that I get right away is forest I'm by myself yeah, I'm by myself yeah. secluded with just nature so I live in I live in a beautiful a beautiful neighborhood up in a mountain basically and so I'm surrounded by trees I have this big this big rock with forest on it like two two blocks from me another two blocks from me I got a full forest to LA. go into with trails and everything so that's so lucky, cool so nice for me i didn't even have to go out i just walking distance walking to both sides so we were so we decided we were going to film it so we filmed it in the forest and you know i mean it's not top-notch production but it, it, i honestly feel like it, it's innocent and it fits the vibe of the song pretty good and also oh. a, f- a funny story was we were on the that rock i was talking about with the forest on it and we heard some this was uh i think it was like three o'clock in the afternoon we were almost done filming on the rock and then we heard a bunch of rustling in the bushes and we look over and there's a big, big brown bear. So we had to get off that rock right away. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. We live, we live in that kind of country though. 
Did you have bear mace with you? Nope. Not even Did a bear you? bell. Just oh, had to, we bro. actually had to like run off the run. I mean, it was a steep, it's a steep uh, incline right there. So that's fucking hilarious, bro. I'm glad you survived it. Oh, me too. Believe me. <laughs> Cause then, then we got, uh, we're, we're, we are uh, pushing into overtime here, but I do want to talk about your, the people that you're working with in this uh, project that you put out in 2020. Cause uh, yeah, after your antisocial summertime, you put out uh, late nights album with brock Hendricks. you've got uh new king on there you've got lomax yeah. yep. tell me tell me about that bro so i go to school with brock Hendricks, and i go to school with lomax gabriel uh they're in my class and it's only a class of it started out as 26 now it's more like 22 people but it's a very condensed class and so everyone gets to know each other very well so since they're trap producers and i make hip-hop music we decided Brock, Brock and I decided we were going to collab on the album. So he produced it. Gabriel Lomax helped co-produce it. And then through Gabriel, I met New King. And so New King, kind of, he's kind of like a big brother figure to me, actually, at this point. And so we did a couple songs because our styles kind of match up and they complement each other really well. And so I see that, of, yeah. And some of those songs we banged out in like four hours. Dial Me Down, uh, Like Ooh, and uh, Up. We did that in a... In a four or five hours. And we do this in the middle of the night. I would go to Gabriel's house with, with Brock and, and sometimes new King James, we'd go there and it would be like four in the morning and we'd record in his little house. Damn, and yeah, dude, that that's album, so late, dope. late night signifies, signifies how much work it's just, it's just a, it's just a phrase that puts together how much work and how hard we, we worked and the production, how we'd stay up late, late. we'd stay up late at night. And all the work that went into that was very exhausting at times, but it came together and it had a lot of revisions. I had a lot of songs that were supposed to be on there, didn't make the cut. We decided we we're going to release some as singles and, but it came together perfectly. We even we got the order right. And yeah, it came together and we were super happy once we were, once we had uploaded it, it was done. It was done. It took so long. I announced the, yeah. I announced the album back in like April and it was, and it was done and uploaded in, in September. That's crazy. Or no, actually October. It was October. October yeah. 13th. That's when it uploaded. Dude, that's so wild. You guys did an amazing job on it. And I can see like the talent behind it is incredible. I can definitely see the direction that you and your team there, or everybody you're working with is going. It's so killer. But uh Thank you, we bro. are getting to the we are getting to the end here and we do have to sign off pretty shortly. Is there anything that you want to say to end the podcast with? I just want to say you've been a great host. And thank you for having me oh, on dude, there. Thank you. Yeah, I did not expect to win that contest. I really didn't. I just I just saw it. On, it just showed up on my phone. I was like, yo, yo, let's go. Yeah, I actually forgot that. I didn't even mention that at all. Yeah, dude. The, the funny thing about that is like we had we had a couple hundred entries, but one of the qualifications was to follow us on Facebook and only like 20 something people were following us on Facebook. So it yeah, was, dude, uh, I, I saw that right away. I was pretty like tight oh. roster. I got to go. See, I, I followed you right away. That's hilarious, dude. And I think that that goes to speak for uh, what's going on in the industry or like with that, because the industry is mad saturated. There's a lot of people kind of gunning for the same opportunities, but they don't oh, yeah. read the print. They just kind of oh, yeah. fire, fire, fire at everything. Dude, I don't even I don't even use Facebook for anything <laughs> me either dude that's why that's why we're i was trying to i'm trying to see if we should buff up the platform that's why i was trying to get followers on it but like pe people don't use facebook i don't even know if we should keep pursuing that avenue but it's it's just it's, moms man it's just moms. exactly that's the <laughs> facebook has such a huge user base but it is just moms yeah like the entire world's population of moms on there 
And they all got, <laughs> they all got like two accounts. Man. All right. Well, dude, I appreciate this entire conversation. Thank you for actually entering the contest how it was meant to be. Yeah, bro. Thank um, you for giving me the opportunity. It was fun. Oh, hell yeah, dude. It's been it's been badass. I can, I'm, I'm excited to connect with you in the future as well. But Absolutely. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a nice day, man. Take care, brother. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of the podcast featuring Josh Mader. If you want to learn a little bit more about him and connect on his socials, go to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Josh Mader. That's J-O-S-H-M-A-I-T-R-E. And we are going to listen to another track by him. This one is titled Up and it features New King. As always, enjoy and take care. All my friends ask me when this coming out. I would tell you, but I can't. I can't give away cloud, man. It's like I got my head up in the clouds. Don't know when I'm coming down. Got me straight to the ground, yeah. Up echelon, that's the mode I've been in. Can I keep the fakes close? They will pretend. Nothing feels real like a simulation. Life will treat you right if you show with patience. When I'm high in life, I feel so amazing. It all feels like a celebration. Flip it up, rip it up, yeah, I'm going crazy. On the mic every day, you know it's my baby. Please stop, I don't need nobody here to send me. Young boy, working with the brothers on the daily. I got some things to prove when they're bringing it up. Look like rock and drinks, can you pull it up? Going up, going up, going up, going up, up, baby, going up. Can you gotta put it up, put it up, put it up, up, baby, put it up. Can I make it to what's the reason? Hard work will get you far, I perceive it And if that dream don't come, then leave it I'm in the zone when I'm trying to bring it home I'll never go till I'm making my own I'll never worry cause I'm never alone Cause I'm a boot up, now fill your home Make the engine roar and the wheels spin quickly That's what I'ma do to get into the big leagues Hail Mary, Drew Brees, say no to loosely That's a recipe, I'ma bring it to the home team Trying to make a change if everything is broken I never know what to do in the moment can't do it for you, no jump on Try to make a change cause I wanna prevail And they just wanna help me but I don't know what I feel This a bandwagon, don't know if you want it But I won't do it for you, no jump on Hey, no, I'm going up, going up, going up, up, baby, going up Girl, you gotta put it up, put it up, put it up, up, baby, put it up, whoa Should've seen me last year, style that I pioneered Never thought I'd be here, woman trying to be with me They ones they believe in me, now my DMs flooded Then I treat them like a charity Riding in a hole, The labels want the platform Yeah, I got the hits for them, through so many stages You would think that I was born, they annoying, they want a response So you know I just ignore them, what they want See, I'm more than my girls, I was born Act like your house is a mortgage, I ain't make it yet but I made a couple checks and I had to reinvest Taking million dollar deals with my team, yeah we next This is chess, how I'm moving, never saddling for less Success when I'm choosing, I chose to be with the best Some people, they wrote me off, this is how I get my revenge you know going up, going up, going up, up, baby, going up Girl, you gotta put it up, put it up, put it up, up, baby, put it up, whoa, yeah Going up, up, baby, going up, girl, you gotta put it up
up, baby, put it up. 